All right, here we are with Exalted versus World of Darkness, City of the Bull God, Season 1, Episode 6. We are in October 2021, and here with me today we have... Brendan as the Storyteller. Peter as Sirajo Star, the Celestial Sensor, a Solar Twilight. Devin as End of Sadness of the Infernal Exalted. Holden as Layla Church, an Infernal Exalted. And Sam as Rowan of a No Moon Lunar Exalted. All right, guys. So uh, last game, we caught Holden up on exactly what had been going on while that... Uh, we had been uh, while that they had been indisposed with the stars, um, and then you all decided that it was time to go check out the people who uh, who had propositioned Rigel for uh, getting some mummies, and that has not gone as well as planned. I guess would be the best way to put it. I mean, we came here to settle, you know, an IP dispute, and... Some might say better. <laughs> Some might, in fact, say better. I think things are going as satisfactory as they could go for us. The vampires, though, that's going to be a different conversation for them. Well, they certainly don't know what uh, what they're getting into, but they're about to learn pretty fast. As I recall, we left off with you guys uh, more or less doing a lineup as that uh, Layla started to go into her Shintai form. Um, Rowan changed into a deer man? Yes. Yep. <laughs> uh, End of Sadness got some uh, demonic arms, if I recall. Uh, End of Sadness use their cast power, which means they're in a mirrored silvered Power Ranger suit and helmet floating. That's what it was. And Sir Rigel Star put on some sunglasses. Yeah. <laughs> Rigel. Rigel's doing the thing we just talked about at the end of last session, where it's like, I want to see what he does. It's going to be really good. And we just found out <laughs> that it is. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll go second. Oh, boy. All right, so we've already rolled initiative and gotten things out of the way. So starting us off at the top of initiative with 16 is going to be End of Sadness. Okay, um, so my one request is I spent an essence before the combat started to move it into my form, and I spent that on my Firearm Excellency. Is it okay if I swap that out for the Occult Excellency? It's going to come up for me next turn. So long as you're... Uh... So, so long as it, uh, yeah, so, so long as it, it we're not like saying yes, you did firearms and occult, then yeah, that's fine. That's no, totally no, no. cool with me. No, I just need to spend that essence and get a cult up and running for my next turn. And I just didn't realize Yeah, that's that totally fine with me. Okay. Uh oh wait, no, I already spent I don't need to spend. Okay, so um end of sadness, having moved slightly behind Layla, is going to Focus their attention at the ceiling, where I'm guessing because this is a heritage building and a vampire lair, they have a sprinkler system, and is going to psychically wrench open the valves on the sprinkler system so everyone is being showered in. And this is really dependent on what kind of movie you're running for us, because if this is like a high-action Matrix movie, it's going to be clear water spraying down, making us look awesome and having wet t-shirts. If this is like a gritty horror movie, this is going to be sludge water, but either one is appropriate. 
Um, I'm going to, I'm going to say, uh, given my knowledge of what that, uh, you all can do, this is probably going to be, uh, clear water right now, but there's a good chance that, uh, it might start pulling from, from some sludgy water from, from, from the, uh, from the river. Oh yeah. Sprinkler systems are garbage. Don't ever get one set off on you, but yeah, I'm going to start the sprinkler system. So we're being rained on. Oh, thank you for minus one difficulty to everything I do. You're welcome. I'm a support <laughs> character. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's, that's me. Mm. That, that, that is actually going to come in handy with the plan that I had for, not, not for, for me, for you, with the plan that I was going to do. Mm-hmm. All so right. We'll uh, is, there, is there anything you had to roll for that, or do you just do it? I mean, you could make me roll if it's like opposed or it matters, but I feel like putting 200 pounds of pressure on the valves and just flooding this place is like, you can do this with a lighter. So I feel like this, this is just something we can just move from unless you really want it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say that that's not a problem in this case. Uh, the, the building's old, so it, it's not it's not like you're in like a new building where this might actually be a problem and they might have a little bit more sensors or anything that might be uh, yeah. harder to deal with since it's an old building uh, and that's what you're doing for your turn. Uh, I'm totally cool with you just uh, doing that. Yeah. I, I could be full autoing these people. I am choosing not to. <laughs> okay. Uh, so next up at initiative 15, uh, obviously I'm going to let the players go first because there are three people at initiative 15. Uh, do we want to have Rigel or Rowan go first? Uh, let's well, let Rigel go first. Yeah, now we got Rowan's more of a you know, close combat character and I have an AoE spell queued up. Might as well start. So, um, Rowan will just take a sidereal martial arts stance and unleashes black shards for all like ice. Um, how many people do you say are come together? I remember those setups were all together, and I guess the ghouls are spread out around us so they wouldn't be hit unless I want to hit the rest of the party. Would that be fair? Um, I will get uh, so the setites are gonna all be uh, put together, and I will give you one of the ghouls of your choice to be close by, but I think that the other two are like the people who were in the back of the pews that didn't run. Fair thing. So I guess uh, I can take the one of the lowest initiative for you. Let's see how much I roll here. Uh, does that much have double X's? Double tens? No. I don't think so. No. Okay. And that's five points of damage coming to odds all of them. Lethal. Oh, boy. Okay, so... Uh, As 10,000 little... You know, paper cranes, except made out of obsidian, just start filling the area. Okay, so I know that with vampires, lethal gets a little wonky. I think they can soak it. They can soak it. I know that they can soak it, but I know that sometimes lethal counts as bashing and sometimes it doesn't. Uh, That's for bullets because they're just making very small holes and organs that don't actually do anything. These are big, jagged chunks of obsidian just dropping out of the sky. Okay. Heard, heard, heard. Uh, you said five damage? Five damage. Okay. Um, 
So <laughs> ghoul one cannot soak that, so they just take five lethal. Uh, Fortitude was not his choice. Uh, It was Potence. Head Setite, on the other hand, can soak that. Um, Let's see what that he gets. One problem with AoE has to do so many soak rolls. He manages to soak four of it. Nice. Um, and then the other two have a different soak roll, so let me just put that in real quick. The first one manages uh, Cannibal Setite uh, on the list manages to only soak one. And the other one manages to soak nothing. Ooh. Yeah, that's rough. Oof. Oh, that's 50 points of damage altogether. Wow. That's so, horrifying. No one, what would you like to do? Catching. So for those who have not got the power in front of them, what just happened is... Okay, our, um, our, our Don has just stomped his foot on the floor. The roof of the church sort of split apart, and uh, a rain of jagged shards of black glass dropped down and nearly bisected two vampires, one of the ghouls, and scratched up the, the last that vampire. Yeah, yeah. And now there's like huge chunks of volcanic glass like embedded in the pews and the it's uh, also the back of the church it's also worth pointing out as a cute little addendum that if there are any ghosts in that area they also got fucking skewered in this in the ghost lands (laughs) oh oh yeah yeah that oh yeah that that attack that attack uh is that attack hits in the shadowlands too not that we have any idea what's over there but they're not having a good time if there was anybody around. No, with powers like these, we don't need to know. <laughs> so, Rowan. Um, well, we might as well take out the ghouls. Uh, and it might be a good idea to try to figure out how flurrying works in Will the Darkness. It's one die penalty for each, right? Um, one second. So the way that works, I'm trying to remember. Is, is, oh, go ahead. Uh, the way that works is you start off by declaring how many actions you're going to take. Okay. Uh, then the first one suffers a minus one die penalty. And also raises difficulty by plus one, and then every action after that uh, suffers an increasing die penalty and a difficulty increase. Okay, so if it starts and, out at six, yeah, and if you would, and if that would push the difficulty higher to nine, you can't take anymore. Okay. So let's try it. And no more than one of those actions can be an attack. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, that's where the, the uh, multi-attack charms become useful. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. And each exalt uh, has it's set a up this way because basically exalt dice pools are so damn big that otherwise every round would be just take eternity as people yes. can just crank out like five or six attacks. But on the other hand, when that you uh, when that we get to the point where that you might have to dodge or anything, it's not going to be like last time where that we were just like, oh well, you already did an action, so you can't dodge. Like okay. you, you can actually tr- attempt to dodge this time. Okay, okay. Well, uh, then I won't clean up the little guys. Uh, Who's closest to to Rowan? Um, I want to say that Ghoul 2 and 3 are probably the closest targets to you guys. I feel like you guys came about a quarter of the way into the church, and 2 and 3 are, like, in pews on, like, the left and right side of you all, whereas Ghoul 1 is, like, closer to the front, and uh, the Sedites are all on the pulpit. All right. So let's just turn a giant rack of antlers to Ghoul 3, and let's skewer the guy with some sort of beastful frenzy that Rowan is unknown for. So let's use the Dexterity Excellency. Figure out where the character sheet went. Uh, difficulty six, yes? Uh, yeah. Okay. Since this is your first action, it would be a diff- at a difficulty six. Okay. Or is it, are you still doing multiples? or? No, no, since I was just going to try to take out all the ghouls, but since I can't do that, I'll just take out ghoul three. Yep, yep, okay. Yeah, uh, that's only success, uh, four successes. Okay, I'm going to try and have them dodge you. At difficulty six, since this is their first action. Which will use up their action for the round. Since they're getting attacked for their turn, they're aborting to defense. I guess, could they declare that they're dodging and attacking? So that plus one difficulty, minus one die, and then the minus two... Uh, well, wait a minute. Who's he attacking? Three? Yeah, he's attacking three. Mm, it's technically his initiative right now, so... Hmm. I figured I that since... You to make it easier? <laughs> I figured that since that, uh, that they could theoretically uh, declare a flurry if that they wanted to... Uh, inter- well, no, I guess since it's not their turn, they can't... World well, Darkness Combat like always confuses me. Initiative lock them. So I think that they could declare it as soon as they can declare it and you know, just say that, hey, yeah, they're flooring in defense. Might as well. Yeah, I've, I've, it's, it's been long enough that I've forgotten what happens on uh, simultaneous initiative. I think you're supposed to look at the stats, decide who goes first, but whatever. Yeah, it's like higher decks or something, but I've always just said, uh, I, players go I first. Can... I can almost guarantee you that Rowan has higher decks. Okay, in that case, then yes, then he's technically, uh, he's aborting to defense before his turn, so that will cost him any other actions. Okay, yeah. Then you're taking, you're attacking Ghoul 3 then? Yes, sure. Okay. That's an interesting, good thing to note. Uh, I didn't realize that you could do that to kind of uh, mess with the uh, initiative order. Oh yeah, initiative. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, and uh, uh, initiative is good because it will let you lock up people 
uh, they, they basically have to choose between defending themselves or just soaking it and hoping for the best. Well, he got two successes to try and dodge, so you do hit with a three success threshold. Okay. Um, so that is your strength plus two plus whatever other damage you do. Uh, so for having antlers, I get strength plus two. Okay, and then you get the two. Fr- uh, I'm sorry, the the three. I'm sorry. Okay. So strength plus two plus three. Okay, so ten. Damn. Okay, roll that. It's a Balshia damage lethal. dice. Lethal. Balsh- <laughs> uh, six. Okay, but <laughs> I, I mean, it, they are antlers goring into a person's body. Yeah. You're yeah. right. Uh, so hey, there's, there's, this is not a judgment zone. <laughs> <laughs> like a, uh, like someone who's speeding down the back roads of in in a nice car, going around a corner, and then suddenly they see a deer running at them. This man is completely thrown off off kilter as your horns like just pierce through him and like gore him and just throw him back. Like deer the headlights, except that the car has antlers. <laughs> A moment except of in this case for the, this for case the dearly the... departed. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. oh no, it's begun. Oh, he go. He goes back and he hits the back wall with a th- sickening thud and like slides down. Uh, he is going to use his turn at initiative fifteen um, to play dead. Um, <laughs> any of you all want to want want to deny him that, or do we want to just say he plays dead? He plays dead. Sure, oh, stealth. <laughs> Yes. He, he has a survival instinct and the Sedites have not started yelling at him yet. <laughs> uh, I mean, he could use his one blood point to heal one wound. <laughs> you know what? That's actually not a bad idea. Uh, thank you for reminding me about that. He's going to do that. <laughs> he has to spend his turn in concentration. Yeah, yeah. he spends his turn in concentration to do that. So, next up is going to be the headsetite. Who is going to stare at you all in absolute confusion. Maybe not terror, but like, I don't want to say that he's seen these kinds of things before, but... He may have been in a uh, a fight or two with a with a werewolf before, and he is going to use one of his disciplines uh, to vanish from the mind's eye. Ooh. Um. Do 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 do. Just reading this real quick. So, who has? The highest wits plus alertness. I only have, I have four. four. 
Wits plus alertness. Wits plus alertness. Three. Crocodile has six. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is why I need an intern vampire. He had specs. Piece of shit, dump me. Rowan? <laughs> Rowan has four. He has no alertness or awareness at all. Okay, so six is his total difficulty that he needs to try and beat. Uh, he is going to be rolling his charisma plus stealth. All right. Uh, with five successes, um, wow. he from y'all's uh, line of sight, even with the uh, even with the water coming down, he vanishes from your sight. Nice. All right. After fourteen is going to be Ghoul Two, who just saw his buddy get messed up. Cool oh, no. 2 is going to pull out his uh, is going to pull out his 9mm and shoot at the fucking deer. <laughs> I know. Rowan, <laughs> have you been practicing bullet catching? <laughs> I have not, sir. <laughs> so this is the point where we take the flurry for the next action. So this is, I take a minus one on this action and then a minus and one on the next action. Uh, minus one on this action and the difficulty goes up by one. Uh, no, you would have nope. need to have declared uh, how many actions you were reserving for your flurry. Yeah. Oh. So on your turn, you say, okay, I'm going to be doing two actions. One of them is attack, another one you keep and could say, okay, I'm calling it for dodging or parrying or something. Yeah, and the penalties start on the first, on the very first yeah. action, not the second. Okay. Okay. Right. Although, so, since no the, although, since clearly the intent was to do that, I think it's yeah. fine if we just. Yeah, it. yeah. The, the intents to do that, I kind of imagine that y'all's intent, especially that things continue to go forward, is probably to do that. Um, Gonna have to write that down. So, yeah. Let, let's just remember to declare that so that we're uh, working within the system. Okay. So that puts it basically minus two dice and uh, difficulty plus Seven. two here. So oh, would it be oh, okay? Yeah, so, so eight, eight. Difficulty eight. eight. Okay. Difficulty eight uh, minus two dice. Now difficulty is just one of the changes. Okay. Uh, that would give the ghoul back one piece of health. So. Okay. Yeah. I figure that's a fair trade. Definitely. So uh, dexterity plus. Dodge? Dodge not. Yep, Dex and Dodge. Dex and Athletics, yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because Dodge is not in in here. Yeah, that's what parry those bullets through your fists. I mean, you can technically do that. Okay, so with you seven dice, I got uh, five successes. <laughs> wow, bud. At eight? Wow, okay. Is that right? Diff eight? Uh, let's see. 
One, two, three, four. Yeah, I got an eight, nine, eight, nine, ten. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> I rolled really well on that one. <laughs> he only got yeah. two successes, so you managed to, uh, you know, if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a bullet. Uh, yeah, he got a, he got a seven, one, seven, nine. So it doesn't doesn't even go to soak. You legitimately jump out of the way of a speeding bullet. (laughs) So, uh, next up after that ghoul went is, uh, let's see. Had said I'd already went three already went. Uh, yeah. Layla. Oh boy. So this is the point where that pulsing, glowing, fleshy cocoon uh, splits apart into, just burns apart in a wash of emerald fire. And uh, what's standing in its place is seven feet of, you want to call it a centaur, but if the basis of a centaur was a ram rather than a horse... So, shaggy hooves, uh, Layla, uh, upper body, enormous curling horns, and the arms uh, beneath the elbows are just two long serrated brass blades. Oh boy. Terrifying. Horrifying. Yeah, there's about, uh, yeah, so she's just standing there for for a moment, scanning the room. Uh, head vampire seems to be missing now. And also, uh, the pews and altar and everything else appear to have just sprouted a forest of black glass for some reason. We'll figure that out later. Uh, with the uh, rain coming down from the sprinkler system just pattering off of her her horns. Before she cracks her neck and the air around her coalesces into hunks of steaming brass and broken masonry and... uh, shattered stone that's uh, coalesce all across her body forming this broken uh, uneven armor like a second skin starts glowing with demonic script as I'm turning on Viridian Legend Exoskeleton as well Oof. And then, and then, in the, about the space of a the time it takes to blink, she's clear on the other side of the church, and uh, the Sudite who dabbled in diablery is probably in two pieces at this point. Let's roll and find out. Uh yeah, um. Good question. (laughs) I mean, he's going to try and dodge. Okay. 
I mean, wound penalties. Bribing <laughs> the keyword there. Do your roll off. Yeah, that's probably not going to work out great for him because I rolled seven successes. Oh, okay. Um, mm. Wait a sec, that can't be right. Oh, no, that's not right. Uh, let me do that again. I accidentally had ten again on the roller, which I shouldn't have. Yeah, I'll need to fix that up. Okay, that's better. That's five successes. He has a chance. So you say there's a chance. I did not say there was a chance, actually. Uh, what happens when he botches? Do you get, like, an extra damage die? Uh, no, he's just going to die in a particularly humiliating fashion, I guess. Okay, it, it's going to be very humiliating. Uh, pretty much a botch is whatever you say it is. So. Um... So you're coming right at him. He's going to scramble to try and get out of the way. Uh, go ahead and roll me that damage to see how much... Because you're going to hit him. I just want to know how bad you hit him. Uh, you got okay. full successes, obviously. Well, I got six strength in this form. Uh, my, and plus two lethal damage blade, so... Eight. Uh, and then five successes. Oh, that's this is going to be ugly. Thirteen dice. Ones do subtract, and that would be I don't know, five successes. All right, he manages to soak one. Um, don't I believe that that fills up his health track. Um, he basically just kind of falls down looking pretty dead. Oh, poor. Uh, yeah. You have completely messed this guy up. So, after Layla at eight, it's Whisper and Sedite three. So, uh, Whisper being a uh, player character uh, NPC, I'm going to let them go first. Excellent. Uh, Whispers of the Labyrinth will bolt towards... Who's standing? Ghoul 1 is probably still standing, and Sedite 3 is still standing, right? Yes. All right. Whispers of the Labyrinth is going to run for Ghoul 1 and get them with their bare hands because they're a crocodile monster. So, let me just quickly roll that up. Uh, Dex plus Brawl. Oh my god, nine dice. Oh, and one subtract because he's but a mortal. Uh, three successes to like just jump this guy. Like, Whisper Labyrinth is going to jump on this person and just start like biting and tearing into them like a wild animal in man form. Um, that was Ghoul 2, you said? Ghoul 1. Oh, Ghoul 1. I'm sorry. I don't think he um, ducked yet. <laughs> he, uh... He's gonna try and dodge, since he has the opportunity to. 
<laughs> Let's see if this dice roller actually likes me. Um, addendum to that? Yes. I forgot that uh, I get minus one difficulty on all rolls and I'm wet <laughs> due to boiling sea mastery. So, yeah, that actually, that should have been um, nine successes and not five. <laughs> Four more. Excellent. Wow. Four more. <laughs> I assume that he's still in torpor, unless, of course, you fill it all up with ag, but he looks really dead to you. Oh, yeah, God, he must barely be even hanging together in one piece at this point. Okay. Um, How many successes did Whispers get to hit? Three. So this guy somehow managed to get a three on three dice. Hey, he lives. So he sees the crocodile man coming at him and just kind of like starts backing up like just like no, 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 no. And is like trying to pull out like his his nine millimeter and like the thing is just jamming and he is clearly freaking out. Oh yeah, Whispers is going on all fours beast mode style like the lizard man. It's not safe looking. He he does not enjoy this. Uh, so that was, let's see, so that was Ghoul 1's turn being wasted. Uh, so now it is Setite 3's turn. Who is going to Try to go for a Hail Mary pass here. As they are going to use Dread Gaze. Uh, the Presence 2 ability. Uh, do, 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 do. Trying to see. Does this require. I feel like this requires them to. It does not say whether or not that it requires actual eye contact. So they're uh, going to presence in general. People have to be looking at you, so it doesn't have to be eye contact. Eye contact is for dominate, right? Uh, okay, then uh, this one is going to try and use dread gaze to cause you all to try and flee the area, which is probably boy, boy, its boy. best idea. Um, it's going to roll its charisma plus intimidation versus a difficulty of the victim's wits and courage. I feel like this should probably be willpower in you guys' case, because I don't think you guys have courage. Correct. Just, yeah. If it tells you to roll something you don't have, just roll willpower instead. Okay. So, um, what is y'all's willpower? The lowest is five of lay. No, uh, seven of Layla's. And the highest is 10? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, of course, Minus you never, never set a difficulty higher than 9 because reasons. Yeah. <sighs> Math reasons. I severely doubt that they're going to be able to get this, but let's see. <laughs> 
because you know they're already at minus two dice. The spell of willpower. Okay, uh, Layla was at five, right? Seven. Seven. Oh, I'm sorry. Who was at five? Uh, I accidentally look at her temporary, not her permanent willpower. Oh, so the lowest is a seven then? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, they. the highest die that they rolled is a six. So no. Ow. So no. Yeah, they... Uh, they they basically take their uh take their they bare their fangs and like hiss menacingly at you guys and like try and assert their dominance over you all through like some kind of like mental yeah. uh me- mental like discipline to try and like basically just freak you all out. And I feel like there's a moment where that you all hear the hissing look and then go back to what you're doing. I mean, if you spend a willpower, that would be one success in Layla, which, you know, frightened her a little or something. Which would suck. Uh, I, I, have, oh, I, already, I already made the roll, so... Uh, sure thing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just go with it. I... So, I feel I feel like that they were not expecting this to go the way that it has been. It, kind of a thing that's been working out in y'all's advantage. Mm-hmm. So that was uh, Sedite Three's turn. Uh, Ghoul One uh, tried to dodge, I believe. Yep, and managed to. Uh, so I believe that now we are back at the top of initiative. There is still clear water coming down as things are really going your way, bud. All right. Tears in the rain. Oh my God. (laughs) So on my initiative, uh, since previously I spent my occult excellency, I only got three successes last time on activating mind hand manipulation. So I'm going to spend an essence again and reactivate it with my excellency active. A thing I couldn't do previously because I can only spend one essence a turn. <laughs> so let's try for better than three. So seven. Before we go on. Yes. Y- yeah. Um, technically, we actually re-roll initiative at the beginning of each turn, unless. We want to just say fuck it and just leave it with static initiative for the sake of speeding things up. <laughs> it it really adds a little bit more time when it's online. It does. Uh, tactical. I mean, we, uh, I'm I'm just gonna say this because we're you know recording podcasts. Yeah. Oh yeah. Discussion. No, let's let's hear um, the insights. Yeah. So I mean, in this case, like very clearly, this is a curb stomp, and the question isn't if we're going to win, the question is just how many resources we're going to spend winning. And if anyone is going to take even a single point of damage along the way, yeah, <laughs> so it's not that important, but because of the way this system, uh, you know, preemptive actions can jam up action economy. Uh, if you decide to abort to defense, um, 
that sort of uh, element of shifting initiative from round to round is actually like really tactically important because otherwise, uh, I mean, you know, you, if you just start off with a bad roll, uh, it, it could leave you on the back foot for the entire fight. You know, can I throw a suggestion out there? Uh, uh, in this case, it really doesn't matter that much because yeah. this is a blowout. But yeah, here's here's my pitch like, for that. It is then set up about... that way for a reason. Yeah. So how about when we start a fight, um, we roll like five turns worth of initiative right at the start, so that we're not starting every turn doing like, this. That's just that is a fucking great idea, and in fact, uh, that's such a good idea. I'm probably if uh, if Rand doesn't kill me for unfreezing the text lock on chapter two, I will probably put that in as a suggestion in the book. Oh, thanks. Um, my thought was that none of the mechanics, none of the mechanics interact yeah. with the initiative rolls, so I, I felt it was a safe pick. I'll probably there's probably one or two. Uh, char- there's a few charms that do, but yeah, yeah, but none of us have them. Yeah. None of us have them. Yeah, uh, since we're on a spreadsheet, I can program it to make it re-roll each time, and that'll be easier next time. Yeah, yeah. Ne- next combat we can uh, we can definitely do that. Cool. Okay, uh, so when I re-rolled mind hand manipulation and spent my resources on it, let me just let me just reduce my power points. Where are you, end of sadness? There you are. I got seven successes instead of three, which means that instead of being able to manipulate two hundred pounds of material, I am now capable of manipulating three thousand pounds. What the hell? <laughs> so, mind hand manipulation—it's fun. Look, I'm going to fess up to something. I've always said mind emulation sucks and is boring and is a big waste of time being an Infernal Exalted. And I feel on some level that's true with how Second Edition shook out and how it respected your resources and your XP spending. But this one charm version of it with like not having to worry about buying like eight other widgets, real, real sexy. You know, it's one <laughs> be over. <laughs> So I will uh, reach out and grab 3,000 pounds worth of jagged metal glass obsidian shards and dangerous pieces of broken wood and plaster and like bodies and damage that I'm allowed to manipulate. And I will start spinning them rapidly like a buzzsaw directly centered on where the vampire went missing, spreading out until it interacts with like, you know, just shy of us in like a maelstrom. I'm not going to see that guy. I'm not going to know if he's there, but fuck him. If he is there, he's going to get messed up. Yeah, so if you want me to roll but anything, in, but I in can meantime, roll seven dice at it, because that's my pool now. Um, Let's see, so... Because I'm banking he's not that fast yet. Um, well, I mean, you'd, you should still probably roll it anyway, because there are some vampires in the way anyway, and at least oh. one ghoul. <laughs> Boy. And yeah, I'll like target stairways and stuff with like the big debris and shit if I can, but I, I got two successes. Okay, two successes. Um I guess the the let's see. Uh dude in Torpor, I'm gonna just kinda say is laying on the ground. Uh do you want to attack him or not? No, no, he's inventory now. I'm gonna leave him there. Okay. Um, I'm going to see if 
the, the two the, that you can see can dodge. The the transubstantiative properties of matter uh, have transmuted him from an NPC into gear. Or uh, yeah, you gonna just build a bond with him there? All <laughs> right. What is this fellowship? Uh, oh my god, I'm trying. Okay, yeah. So uh, let's see. Uh, Sedite and the ghoul are going to both try and spend a willpower for an auto success and try and dodge. Good luck. And uh, and give up their turns. All right, that's me uh, trying Sedite to. Sedite does not the... dodge. Oh god. Okay. Uh, the ghoul manages to. Uh, they rolled a ten plus the willpower would be a three. They really want it. They really, they want, really want it. They, they, they really, they really want to live. Okay, that was my strategy for trying to deal with the headite. Uh, I hope someone else has a trick. Oh God, our initiative. Yeah, yeah, so do I. Um, how much damage did you deal with uh, with that? Because you do hit Sedite three two successes so whatever you it doesn't really give you rules for that i'm just trying to fuck the environment um like, let's see environment battle. i'm gonna say i'm gonna say four damage plus two okay there's a bunch of glass and bullshit in there right like it's ghost oh, glass yeah. too you can't just buy that from the store <laughs> like Carl selling his house in Octane Hunger Force. Hey, that's elfin blood coming out of that fountain. You know, it's imported. Okay, go ahead and roll your damage. Oh boy. Uh, so what is that? Six? Because it's uh, yeah. two? Okay. Three. Alright, uh, they soak one damage, but that's uh, not enough. That would put them in torpor as well. Uh, so you just cut them up and they just... Like the light fades from their eyes and they just go down as uh, death by a thousand cuts happens. Fucking hardcore. Awesome. Could not be happier with how that turned out. Does Ghoul 1 also get hurt? Uh, Ghoul 1 managed to dodge. I'm going to say they probably like dove on the ground like they were going at, at a uh, slip and slide at, at, their, at a children's birthday party. Perfect. Right where the gator is. Oh no! Chomfy, chomfy. Okay. Um. Next on initiative is uh, 15, so that would be either Rigel or Rowan. Um, let's see. Is there some way I can roll perception and something to try to find that invisible guy? Even with excellency or something, or would that not work? Uh, yeah, even with an excellency? Yeah, that should work. Um, let me just look up exactly what the role is. Isn't it yeah. awareness, Pete? Isn't that supernatural perception? Can't you just, like, shift yourself into that? There's there's rules for busting through obfuscate with supernatural uh, perception. You the darkness? So in the vampire book, it specifically states perception and alertness at a difficulty of eight. Oh, awesome. Okay. Um, let's see. 
So yeah, cool. seeing the unseen. Yeah. Perception alertness. Okay. So that's eight dice for me. I will activate my um, was that heaven turning calculation. So I spent one essence to substitute uh, int for the roll. So that will be ten dice. Let me just keep track of everything. I can activate excellency. Mm, difficulty eight. I'm going to declare that I'm doing two actions. That will be a difficulty nine, ten dice. And... Roll. So roll two successes. With two successes, uh, difficulty nine, uh, you can actually... Okay, so as it all of this is going on, you can see that the vampire, ha- or that the headsetite has booked it as fast as he could uh, and is actually uh, just outside of the range of the swirling melee of glass and shards and everything um, and is basically running right at you. Okay. I, I, I hate to interrupt, but I have a question. Yes. Aren't I standing right in the middle of that hell storm of glass and torn wood and everything else i'm uh like, i'm angling it around you because i have psychic control oh, okay. you did say that as at you so smaller area sweep yeah i'm sweeping but i definitely am not putting you in harm's way that's off the table for uh my actions here okay and okay. for my second action I want to activate my Supernal Craftsman Needs No Tools, so I spend an essence on that. And with Supernal Effect, it means I can conjure up some heavy machinery, so I would like to conjure up a giant bulldozer and sweep some you know, debris and what have you towards the door to blockade it, along with like a dozen of my assistants, just you know, barricade it so that nobody can get out of here. Wait, so we were allowed to bring bulldozers? <laughs> No, I conjured it up out of my anima. (laughs) Oh boy. Okay. Heavy machinery. (laughs) Okay. I mean I mean yeah, fortify the wall, fix up the castle. That's a power. All right. So that's your turn then? Yep, that's my turn. Okay. So, uh, Rowan is next at uh, 15. What you doing, Rowan? Yes, sorry, I was muted. Uh, Rowan locks eyes at the guy who shot at him and is just going to basically, I assume, while all the pews are moving, vault over them to, again catch him in the antlers and just pin him down to the ground with horrendous force. Uh, so we'll use his dexterity excellency and ha- I will save an action for dodging. So that's seven dice and he botches. Oh no. He botches. Oh, no. Okay, that might be a problem. World of darkness. So I gain a limit. He's going to, like, see you coming and just, like, 
oh no, oh no, oh no, and just kind of like focus on his gun, and then like you hit the uh, your antlers against the uh, against the wall next to him, like just barely missing him, and like for a moment you're stuck. <laughs> Next up, there are two people at Initiative 14. There's the uh, there's the headsetite, and then there's Ghoul 2. I'm going to have Ghoul 2 go first, because he's right <laughs> next to Rowan. And see what happens when a 9mm gets leveled against a, uh, a, deer's head, a deer man's head. I'm stuck in the wall, please don't. <laughs> He is going to muster up all of his courage given all of this bullshit and also noticing that the entrance is blocked or he can't get out of here. He's going to spend a point of willpower to get an auto success here. Oh, dear. He's going to hit you with one success. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. How shit did he roll? Uh, It was literally only the willpower that got it. Oh no. Oh no. So he's going to roll damage. Alright. Wait. Uh, I did say that I was going to save one of my actions. Yeah, but then you botched. Okay, that makes sense. Uh... He's going to roll damage and get two successes, uh, which would be two lethal coming your way. Roll, soak. Oh, right. I get to roll. Now we get to watch him so- soak an entire point blank nine millimeter round. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and soak, again, is dexterity. Uh, no, stamina. Uh, just stamina. Just stamina. Just, just Raw stamina. stamina. At difficulty six. Uh, that's one. Okay. So you take one lethal. Wow. Somebody got scratched. Right. So next up is the headsetite at 14, who is who has not stopped running towards Rigel. Almost like Rigel was his target the whole time. Oh no. Um but he's he going to base. <laughs> he's going to jump at Rigel and try to, like, grab him. And if he's successful, he's going to make a, uh... He's he's gonna... He, he doesn't know any better. <laughs> he's gonna make a, uh... He's gonna use his serpent's tongue to try and drain some blood from Rigel. Oh, no. Oh, buddy. So, but this is my Don Carter that had you know, the sunlight blood. I mean, you're already packing sunlight. <laughs> I need to quickly do the wish for a sunlight blood. There's a lot of opportunities for you to ask for wishes. Not right now, though. It would take me five turns. I know. So yeah, I guess I'm in a bulldozer or something like that that you know vanishes as soon as I get attacked and disturbed. So that's fine. Yeah, as soon as, soon as the crafting gets disturbed, your little helpers vanish. Because <laughs> yeah. you brought your tools out in the middle of a fight so the animation gets interrupted. Yeah. Okay. 
So he's going to leap onto Rigel with five successes. Probably um, ought to heal that lethal he's got, too, so he's got some room to suck blood. But then he'd have to roll for it. Or take a turn. <laughs> no one knows about that rule. <laughs> no one knows about that rule. It's a secret yeah, we're hyper everybody. We're hyper-focused on it now. <laughs> Okay, well, for, anybody, for anybody confused, I don't think we covered it last week. If you go th- dig through the dramatic actions chapter of V20, you will discover that it actually take requires you to spend your action to heal using blood, which is a, a rule that I've never seen anybody ever enforce. Like every table I've ever been at my entire life, just let people heal reflexively. But yeah, that is technically the rule. It's a dumb rule. Okay, so he's going to land on Rigel with five successes. Well, I don't have any more actions to dodge, so yes, he does. Oh, no. oh dear. Pete, you can't die. He capped the point you had. <laughs> uh, actually, this is bad. Vampires bite for ag. That's... And this is the tongue thing, so that's ag plus one, I think. Oh, Ooh, uh, Difficulty yeah. six, strength damage. Yeah. Uh, May drink blood on the on the next turn as though she had sunk her fangs in the victim's neck. Yeah, fair enough. He tapped the point he had. Okay. On the plus side, the fun doesn't really start till next turn, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna hurt. I know. It's going to deal two aggravated damage. Only two? Jeez. Well, which, luckily, solars can soak egg, or exalts can soak egg. Oh, okay. Yep. Let me roll my one measly die. Ooh. Oh my god, dude. Yeah, soaking egg my... is, like, is like our superpower. <laughs> it's so good. I rolled a one, so I think that's a botch. Which does nothing. Ha ha ha. Hooray. <laughs> so you take two aggravated damage. Yep. Jim. Uh, and I believe that you are also now, in, uh, because of the uh, the serpent's tongue, you are also now in the thrall of uh, the the embrace. Or not the embrace, the... Uh, the kiss. The kiss. Yeah. Fair enough. Tongue grapple. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, jeez. Oh, no. Uh, So many implications. So, so for real, though, I had actually roll. I had actually gone, okay, I'm going to roll. I'm going to roll a single D10. Uh, One, two, and three. It's, uh, it's end of sadness. Four, five, six. It's Layla. Seven, eight, nine. It's Rowan. 10 it's peter because i know that it's bad for vampires to go against (laughs) solars and i rolled a 10 of course you did i would have loved for that to happen to me could you imagine if i died it'd be so rad (sighs) so uh yeah that was his turn um he is now out of obfuscate and on top of rigel uh drinking some blood my turn. Your turn. 
So it's that is that hell storm of like debris still swirling in the middle of the room? Once I can recognize what's going on, I can turn it on or off however you want. Just let me know. Like, let the character know what you want. They're pretty intuitive. That's that is a wonderful, wonderful piece of advice. Um, that is a wonderful piece of advice. Definitely, yeah. So the thing is, in this form, uh, Layla has like a ground speed of ninety six yards per turn. So what actually happens uh, is that there is just this horrible shredding noise as her hooves tear apart the hardwood floor of the church. Uh, That big storm of churning debris gets a big fucking lane smashed right through the middle of it. And there's a fair chance that the the head setite the the headite is uh, probably in two pieces right now. Let's roll and find out. He is too enthralled with what he's doing right now. I would definitely say that uh, given the speed that you're moving at, uh, you might take some environmental damage from the uh, from the whirling mass. Uh, oh, I would only say maybe like uh, what. Uh, Devin, if you could roll like one damage die just to see if you even get a success. I'd be surprised if I didn't. I mean, I'm not worried. You have Viridian Legend Exoskeleton on. You're fine. Oh, yeah, I've got like. Yeah, I rolled a three. Okay, yeah, so. uh, Gotta keep it up to the dice. Yeah, so yeah, so there's some sparks off of the uh the off of the uh the debris and metal yeah, and the glass armor. that's hitting you. Yeah. Yeah. It looks super rad. There's some sparks off the armor, and now let's see how that uh attack roll goes. Sorry, one second, I have to keep scrolling up and down uh the sheet because I put my Shintai characteristics at the bottom and my other shit up at the top. Uh, this time I'll remember to set the difficulty down. Oh, four successes. Oof. Uh, well, he is in the thralls of uh, feeding off of Rigel, so I don't think he's going to notice you coming. Also, he can't really dodge. That's true. So go ahead and roll that damage, and we'll see what he can soak. Uh, that would be... Dun, dun, dun. Oh, wait a sec. Fuck, I forgot one subtract. So, that would be four successes. He manages to soak... Two, uh, are you dealing ag or uh, Just lethal? lethal? He's going to manage to soak two. 
Okay, so that puts him at, uh, hmm, what, like, uh, okay, so he's at minus one. Cool, mm-hmm. so that's a good ch- time for me to activate Green Sun Nimbus Flare, which I get to do after the attack roll. Nimbus. Oh, <laughs> what does this do? Uh, let's see, well, this causes him to burn from the inside out with green radioactive fire. And uh, it inflicts the highest of my strength, charisma, or intelligence in levels of automatic aggravated damage. Oh, boy. Uh, at the life? moment, I have strength six. Just <laughs> <gasps> say like automatic aggravated? Holy shit. Okay. Yeah, it cost me a point of essence just to use it, but yes. He uh, cannot soak that. He goes down. He's in like super torpor. Uh, at so, at one so, moment he was. Like, <laughs> one, so Layla goes through him and probably also his tongue. Uh, uh, doesn't split him apart, but then a moment later the atomic eruption inside of his torso does. And here we are. Yeah, I gave skin of the adder to a different set setite, so uh oops. Oh no. <laughs> so he just explodes. Oh. That that's a full track of aggravated damage. He does, he goes he starts going into torpor and then he just explodes on top of Rigel. Oh. Kaboomski. I had so many plans for him. Uh, so something his sire, and, and here we are. Rip so, guy. With all of them down, uh, with all of these Sedites down, the ghouls that are left are going to immediately recognize what's going on and immediately drop their guns and hands go in the air. The term was unconditional surrender, after all. Uh, so, uh, ghoul to the one who had just shot, uh, the one who just shot Rowan, uh, looks to the deer man and just kind of goes and runs away. (laughs) It's a good thing. I'm still stuck in this wall. You, 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 you pry yourself out of the wall, uh, after a moment, but he does get enough time to get, uh, to just start booking it towards one of the windows and then dive out of it. Unless anyone stops him. I would like to catch him with my mind. With with your mind powers. (laughs) Just just gently drag him back over the windowsill, back into the middle where the other ghouls are. There is a moment where that he is caught in midair realizes what's going on and like grabs onto the windowsill, like the actual window frame, uh, grabs some jagged glass, like yelps. And like, it looks almost like for a moment, like he's trying to swim away from you until that you like drop him. Yeah. We'll do that to any of the ghouls that try to leave. Just put them back. In the uh, the, 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 the one ghoul that was close to the front, uh, is, 
upon closer inspection is playing dead. Um, every now and again, you guys do see him like pop an eye open to see what's going on before closing it and looking, uh, looking movie dead. Is he like Rob Liefeld dead? Well, uh, he, he is doing his best to pretend to be dead. It's not the best. Like whispers will, uh, will like zip tie handcuff these guys. <sighs> Why do you have zip ties? Easier than breaking their limbs. That was whispers response. Fair enough. Uh, so there are there's there's one very dead sedite and two in torpor sedites. Two ghouls that are pretty badly hurt and one guy who has a bloody hand. He he got the better end of the deal here. Uh which got which person do you want to interrogate and talk to? Well, so it's been an hour. Would you like to take a break now? Yeah, that sounds like a good plan, and I can get my head together, maybe get a voice for this guy. All right. Yeah. Um, I'm going to make a point of uh, giving uh, Rigel, like, I don't know, bandages, uh, pads, some tampons to stuff in their wounds that they have. You know, field dressing. They're snake wounds. (laughs) Snake wounds. Snake wounds. I sure hope snake wounds can be stuffed up with like cotton and stuff and like put some tape on it. I sure hope that's normal. Okay, and pausing. And we're back. So, uh, when we all just left off, you all had taken out a bunch of vampires, and there are some ghouls here who have just been flung to the ground through telekinetic properties via End of Sadness. Uh, the ghoul that is not playing dead and not trying to uh, hide everything it just kind of looks up and just goes, Oh, man. I didn't expect this to happen tonight. I was just going out to the church to pray to our God and, you know, try and get a little bit of favor with our bosses but and this guy looks between the two remaining bodies of the Sedites and just goes but it looks like you really did a did a number on them and of sadness just continues hovering there above like the rest of the party arms outstretched in a T pose staring down kind of like Lilith from Evangelion on that crucifix T posing to assert dominance oh god how does yeah. one even react to I that mean, <laughs> I mean we did that we did assert dominance so I, I'm allowed to T pose meanwhile Layla I just scrapes it. one of her brass blades down across the other one Oh, man. Just like seven feet tall and wreathed in green fire, by the way. Oh, man. Oh, man. They didn't tell me anything about this. They said that Set was going to come down and help us. Not that... And they kind of just 
throw their hands like accusatorily towards Layla. Oh, that radioactive centaur man lady was gonna was gonna come help us. Oh man. God damn it. Uh, Roger just like access the room and goes, okay, I think we need to clean this place up fast because someone might be checking in on this. And he uses his craftsman needs no tools thing to take up some heavy equipment and his what dozen assistant, they're like platonic people, so four arms, four legs, and two heads and start cleaning the place up quickly. The ghoul who has taken no damage uh, goes wide-eyed as all of this just starts springing from your anima. Uh, All of you guys have animas, and this guy is obviously just kind of, like, eyes are darting between all of them and freaking out. This is, he's been in the Supernatural game for maybe a decade. He is not having this. It is blowing his mind. Oh, wow. Wow. Oh, wow. Um, can I go? Is this the one that shot at me? Yes, it is. Yes. Uh, yeah, your neck's still probably bleeding a little bit. Yeah, it, it is bleeding. I'm just hands on the shoulders. You shot at me. You shot me in my shoulder. You were clearly going to kill me. Yeah, man. Uh, you did kind of turn into a giant deer, and uh, it kind of freaked me out. And also, like, you were attacking my boss, and I do have a need to protect my boss. It's kind of a sub-ingrained thing into my brain. By the way. And he points over at Setite uh, Three, the the non cannibal one. Would you all mind maybe sparing that one? Uh, I need them to keep living and to not go from my awesome teenage years uh, before my voice actually finished cracking into. <laughs> <laughs> they did this to Playing you. So many things. Into my, immediately into my 30s. I don't know what I'm going to sound like then. As was previously discussed with the master of this house, unconditional surrender and a clean death. And we have delivered that and will be delivering that to his workers. You and your fellows now get to make your own choice for yourself. You may have a future outside of this church continuing to serve, and I'll rip that symbol down out front, the symbol of Typhon, and I'll put it behind me as I'm floating. This symbol, in its true capacity, or in you the background, the, future, the giant you... centaur ram lady is rolling her eyes visibly. Or you may choose a future where you join your masters loyally into the afterlife. Well... I'm sure that uh, my master will at least like that. Uh, the, the boss that uh, Centaur Lady incinerated. Wow, I'm never going to be able to get that out of my brain. It was just, it was like a tiny nuclear bomb. 
like you see the you see the, you see the, you see the videos and it just doesn't really do it justice up focus. close focus okay okay i'm focusing so i could talk with my boss uh i could talk with haji when that they wake up and we can uh figure this out going forward uh i'm sure that they would like to continue living um as i would and the other ghouls can uh enter into their service or something else i don't know that adam would enjoy uh it aging 90 years so you might want to uh he's the one who's playing dad And, and this guy Vampire. points accusatorily at the uh, at the ghoul that's been playing dead. The vampires have already spoken for themselves. We're not going to discuss their future further in this conversation. We are talking about you and the two other mortals. All right. Well, uh, I would really like it if Haji could continue to exist because... Um, I, I don't know who that is. They point to set. They, they, they point to set I three. Yeah. Okay. As I, I feel like you're not listening, so I'm going to start getting retaliatory at this point. Last chance. Lemons, I, I, we are uh, not discussing the future of the vampires anymore. We're past that. Move on. Right. At this I'm, point, Layla, at this point, Layla's. Uh, centaur ram what dear god whatever it is for him uh peels away in a wash of green fire and swirls off into her anima leaving well it's not normal her because she's still clad in a bunch of pulverized masonry as armor but uh fucking awesome more normal ish and she kicks the eviscerated corpse at her feet which apparently haji is like wait a minute you're saying this thing is still alive. I mean, alive is a really like shaggy focus. Alive's a really like un weird term for them. They are undead or whatever. They're vampires. They're kind of corpses. But yeah, if 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 you give them enough time, they'll they'll come back. As long as you don't put them out in the sun or whatever. At this point, those bodies are going to start lifting up off the ground, and wood is start to go going to go behind them, scarecrow style. Oh boy, um, you know you could always uh keep Haji as a uh a gift to the local uh, prince, unless Peter or another one of the exalts interrupts me. I am ignoring Shaggy at this point and continuing to put these guys outside where they will be burned by sunlight as a warning to the rest of London. Yeah, we need to keep them down low because, you know, the police might be arriving soon or something, so let's just wrap them up. For Excellent the to tell me. Oh, we did sure, I'll help you load them into a coffin. Yeah, quickly couple to get some coffin for the pews. We'll stake them too, because I know that's a thing. Is it? Okay. Not a hard thing for you to do with a vampire in Torpor. 
Not even going to bother with her. As far as I understand, wooden debris laying around. Two things. Right? Two things, Layla. One, that was fantastic. I didn't know you could do that. You really blew me away. Two, vampires seem to have some sort of wood allergy that stops them from waking up if you stake them. Yeah, I'd have trouble. T- uh, I'd have trouble waking up too if someone did that to me. She watches him like telekinetically jam a slab of wood through one's heart. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it's real great. Oh, all right. Um, so you guys have uh, Shaggy and the and the two ghouls. Um, I would like you guys, if you could, uh, whoever wants to give me a perception and alertness role to kind of search the area, figure out if you can find any, oh, uh, any fun things, uh, difficulty five, you guys have messed up this area. So anything that's, uh, hidden is probably like any like hidden trap doors you might've accidentally like taken the carpet off of there, you know? Huh. Crocodile got two. I guess at this point I can activate my sensory acuity panel to drop the difficulty by minus three. And hate dice to me. God damn, Peter, you built a utility character. <laughs> Holy shit. Plus six successes. Holy shit. Uh, Sam and Holden. Oh, uh, uh, I didn't think it was necessary. Uh, two. It's fair. Oh, uh, yeah, I got uh, two. Okay. I, I'm just not rolling. I My crocodile does perception checks for me, okay? <laughs> How much like your crocodile got two? Yeah. Okay. So with the twos, um, you guys do notice a... Um, you guys notice a small um, trapdoor that is underneath the altar on the pulpit uh, that when you pull it up uh, has a small staircase that goes down. Uh, Pete, when that you no- when that Rigel notices this, um, they immediately go, hold up, there's a trap there. And like, notice that like the door at the end of the staircase that goes down is absolutely booby trapped and there is a door immediately off to the right that is very well concealed <laughs> uh basically you all just avoided the uh the, the the last trap that i had to to give some damage which was a shotgun behind a door oh boy that's on the one <laughs> um so you open up the door and go into and find the followers of the followers of Set's main office in this district of London. There are uh, four beds here with uh, a bunch of uh, with a bunch of different things uh, strewn around. Uh, you can see a couple uh, places where they've written letters. There's a very old computer. Uh, looks maybe like it was still from the nineties and is barely supported by the internet. Uh, where they can basically send and receive emails. If that. Oh, good. That'll be useful later. Um, 
you can see that one of the beds is larger than the others and has three sets of pillows on it and the others have only one. Uh, so you can assume that the, the king size bed here was shared by the three ghouls. Awkward. Oh, I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. Uh, there are also a few uh, documents that have been strewn around as well as what looks like three sarcophaguses. Are they occupied? Uh, they are closed currently. Hmm. Oh, vampires actually do sleep in coffins. <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> They, uh, they they try to hide that they don't, but they're embarrassed by it. I mean, some of them do it because of branding, probably. You know, need to keep I them. couldn't imagine being caring too, so much about that. Anyway, I'll lift the lids <laughs> off. Um, when you lift the lids off of... Okay, uh, so you have one, two, and three sarcophaguses. Do you just do them all at once with your telekinetic powers, or what's the deal? No, we're, no, I'm going to do it one at a time in case there's some sort of commotion. Okay. The first one you open up. Uh, are you going left to right or right to left? You know what? Just pick the most interesting one that you would want to be the first one. Okay, well, uh, you open up one. Uh, can you please roll me your dex and dodge? As a gun goes off. Even if I'm doing it Even if I'm doing it telekinetically from a distance? The gun still goes off. Alright. Um, are you okay, better question is, are you in front of this coffin? No. Okay. So uh, you just showed us that there were shotgun traps. I'm not in front of anything. Okay. You know what that's fair. Um you're going to open up the first one on the left and there's going to be a loud and in fact deafening bang as a double barrel shotgun goes off. Son of a fuck. Oh, always two there are. Then you open up the next one next to it which is right in front of you as yeah, no, I'm not right in front of it. <laughs> right, no, right but, it, but, it's, but it's right in front of the door. And as it, it opens up, okay. a bunch of papers spill out of it. And when it, you open up the third one, um, you can see uh, it open. It doesn't open up as like the others kind of like you could kind of pull them off with little ease and they kind of like just moved. This one is on hinges, so you actually, like, swing it open, and it opens up into a, another room that has three king-size beds on it. I guess we'll check that room for traps. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, that room, I will just let you know, has no traps. Uh, the... the, the the uh, the first sarcophagus was nearest the door, which you know uh, your your instincts would have uh, as a human would have told you, hey, check that one. That's why they put the trap in there. Uh, the yeah. 
documents. Uh, you all can gather them up if you want to uh, get some information out of them. That I'll be happy to share with you once that you guys have had time to go over it. Um, oh yeah, we can digitize that stuff and go over it. And then the room is basically just a room that is full of, it, it's almost like a three person dorm room. Uh, you can tell like where the, the lines of delineation between one sedite and the other are based off of uh, posters and other things that are kind of around the room. Okay. So I guess I'll start up by spending an essence and activating my crafty observation method, which lets me do a whole investigation sweep in a turn that will take a scene. Just take everything oh. in. Holy shit. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. I assume that I assume that's gonna include all the papers. Holy shit. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Rad. Um I guess roll that intelligence and investigation. Um, Moffat Sherlock Holmes method. Yep. Yeah, difficulty six. Nice. Fine. I'll excellency that. So so on. Holy shit. (laughs) So that's 15 successes. What the f you know, when I low difficulty by three, four, you know, using my senses, it's kinda easy to roll a difficulty three on sixteen dice. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> Do you just Holy peer shit. beyond okay. the reality of what is and see what has been and what <laughs> shall always be? He can see okay. around corners. Oof. And the fourth dimension. <laughs> the Holy fourth shit, ball. he's fil- yeah, no, he he's just looking at my notes over here. Um <laughs> Oof. Um, mm, let me think. Let me think. Um, well, we don't have to go over everything right now as we're just cleaning up. So, Okay. So as you're cleaning up this, the main things to keep in uh, to get out of this are going to be the uh, there's a few things that 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 you get that you notice when you're uh, going through here, just as uh, basic things. Um, the first is is that um, these got that the name Queen Anne is mentioned multiple times. Um, the other thing of note is there is a phrase called Elysium. That is mentioned uh, along with uh, that that recurs as many times as uh, Highgate Cemetery. Um, and then on top of that, the only other big thing that you notice like immediately without like me having to basically write up a whole document for you is that um, the prince of the city um, is named Mithras. And no one knows where they live. Okay, sounds good. 
There, there's a bit more that I can give you, but right now I'm gonna just kind of give you the uh, the cliff notes. Sounds good. Besides that, what do you guys want to do? Uh, you also will... find a chest with some stuff in it. Uh, if you want to open that. Yes. Is it full of jewels? Or guns. Point towards you and shoot. It is full of drugs. You can see the, like, as soon as you open it up, just full of, like, uh, bricks of uh of drugs like cocaine heroin uh like really hard drugs holy shit perfect all right add that to the inventory unless you guys want your share Uh, i don't know i'm I'm not judging i'm good okay by the way Rowan, can you call tobias or denzen and maybe ask for some cleanup crew for this thing because you know we wouldn't want the police to be snooping around here i mean we just had like multiple shotguns go off yeah we should collect those shotguns too you're right (laughs) okay so, granted, those are underneath like a floor, but how do you guys want to get out of here? Do you guys want to deal with the cult? Uh, not the cult, she's with the ghouls, kind of yeah, like a cult. So, here's the ultimatum for the ghouls. Here's the ultimatum for the ghouls you people need vampire blood to survive, right? That's your deal, that's why you're. So you right now? Yeah, that's why I'm so me right now. Okay, here is the deal. And again, the deal doesn't mean that there's going to be a negotiation here. I don't have time for this shit anymore. Here is the deal. You come join my cult. You become one of my worshippers. We'll get you vampire blood, and we'll also find a way to make you not so goddamn needy all the time, so you're not addicted to vampire blood. Okay. I might have some solutions for the whole being a thrall thing that we can work out in the background. All right. Can you maybe age me like, let me age like maybe like four years. So then that my, I, I, I don't, I don't want to talk about the specifics with you right now. I can't even look at you. You shot my friend a few times. Okay. So just tone it down a little. Okay. I'm trying. Be grateful. Help us haul. Be grateful. Help us haul shit. And let's get out of here before the police arrive. You're also going to help, you three are also going to help me find all the members of this cult that you've ruined, and we're going to try and put them back together. All right. Yeah, you guys gave me a job, and my day is already packed, usually, okay? So, let's move along on this. Uh, He is going to move over to uh, the other two uh, ghouls and be like, hey, get up! Get up! And, uh, they're eventually going to kind of get up with their various wounds and kind of uh, flock around him and look to you all uh, almost needingly. Uh, you do have kind of a sense of presence to you. And also you did just murder their masters and they have a sense of self-preservation. I mean, they also have some holes in their body. So they need some medical assistance. Yeah, they would really enjoy that. 
Yeah, we have vets and nurses in the cult. They can take care of these idiots. Ah, uh, yes, So vets. I'm going to collect all the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to collect all the symbol of Typhon shit, including that giant neon sign, and, I don't know, burn it. And then when I get the giant neon sign, I'm going to throw it as far up in the air as I can and fucking slam dunk it on the roof of this church over and over again until it's smashed. Oh. Okay. Rad. The sign or the church? <laughs> yes. Why not? I, it's 3,000 pounds of force. It can do whatever it damn well pleases. I don't care about heritage buildings. <laughs> so, the sign raises up and then smashes multiple times down upon this uh, ancient church that at one point worshipped the, uh, the Christian deity at another point has uh, fallen under the uh, the cult of Typhon, the, the, the followers of Set, whatever they want to call themselves in London proper. And this building is more or less, and the symbol are more or less destroyed in the process. And you all leave with barely five minutes before the police arrive. Uh, upon going through your, I guess, drive from this place or run from this place, at some point the ghouls explain that they have been paying off the police to not investigate certain noises unless, of course, they continue happening. Oh, but that, that sure worked out well for you today, didn't it? Yeah, no, I don't feel like that really worked out in our favor tonight. At this point, like, the masonry is dropping off of Layla piece by piece and denaturing back into motes of green energy. Yeah, we'll, we'll get picked up by a large black unmarked van with illegally tinted windows, and, uh, you know, that'll take us wherever we want to go. I'll drop people off. Whatever. You um, what did you all do with the vampires? They're in coffins, and I guess we might have strapped them to the roof. Okay, just want to double check. Unless you got another idea, Pete. I I could put them in orbit. Low <laughs> orbit. <laughs> just fly them up there and push them up there. Hmm. Would Take a back house later. count as a you know, machinery for craftsmen's tools? <laughs> Probably, a yes. Horse? A horse. horse. Hearse. You're not uh, you're, a hearse. You're, you're kind of like pushing against the ground. So you, there, there's a ceiling on your levitation, a pretty strict one. Yeah, I, I was joking. No. I was talking about like throwing them as hard as possible into orbit and be like, that's <laughs> that's God's problem now. <laughs> Unfortunately, you're not even close to that strong, so they just come wheeling down yeah. in the middle Don't. of like spittle fields about about five minutes later. <laughs> Don't make it God's problem. Then it becomes my problem. Shaveling through the roof of a fucking car. <laughs> and then I gotta figure out exactly right. what happens. To space Smashes vampires. on that motorway they have. Uh, well, according to Demon, you know... That God, big motorway that circles it. Yeah, according to Demon, you know, God you know, touched the earth once and then everything went to shit. There's a well, lot of things according to Demon. adversary. We all know who the ultimate adversary is. We don't have to draw attention to him any more than we have to in the early sessions. (laughs) (sighs) 
We know <sighs> that he has to rest at some point, and that's when we can do the sneak attack. Yeah, we've just got to get to session seven, which is next one. <laughs> <laughs> we all know he has to sleep sometime. Every On seven the seven, we have our opening. oh my god oh my god that would be so rough yeah you can only attack him on sessions that are a multiple of seven I'll be amusing with that game he won't be able to split his dice pool then (laughs) the warden sleeps like a normal person but yeah um, if people want to get dropped off and disengaged from the clump that is us uh, that can happen if not we're going to be going does Rigel need to go to an actual people hospital I mean Rigel has exalted healing so by tomorrow he'll be fine 13 hours to heal okay then we don't drop by we don't drop by a people hospital then (laughs) we go to the sewers yeah okay (sighs) So you all go to the sewers, uh, get your healing done, uh, hang out. Uh, you keep those two setites alive in pew coffins, uh, where that they are slowly healing. Um, over time, they are slowly using some of their blood to heal their damage, but it is going to take a while. Yeah. Um, I guess this is as good a question as any to ask the ghouls. Um, so I keep hearing about a quote-unquote, and I air quote, sewer king. I've dropped my Power Rangers armor, by the way. I've let it disperse back into silver radiation because a scene has passed. But anyway, there's a sewer king or a sewer vampire down here. What do you, uh, what do you three idiots know about it? You three idiots? Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> You, you haven't heard about the Underprints? Yeah. That's, yeah, you're right. I've totally heard about them, and that's why I asked you about them. Oh, I was just asking. The Underprince is, uh, is the local leader of the Nosferatu. Uh, and are they part of the Vampire Kingdom? Uh, yeah, they, they're the, uh... Oh man, what did what did Haji call them? They're the Uggos of Camarilla Society. I okay, so they look like Gary Busey. That's valuable. Um, do you know how to get into contact with them? Whoa, 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 whoa! Gary Busey is giving them a compliment. Do you know how to get in contact with them? Yeah, I can probably figure out a way to talk to Ted. Okay, here is a phone. I know what a phone is. Here is... Okay. Here is permission to leave our site without being harmed. Do you know what that is? Yeah, I'm a little scared of that, honestly. And here's a reminder that I expect you to come back after you get in contact with this vampire or his people or their people or whomever's people. Tell them we have snake vampires and we are willing to gift them to their vampire court. All right. Yeah. Uh, Do you want me to talk to Teddy about the underprint stuff or about the, the up top stuff? 
tell them we have snake vampires <laughs> and are willing to trade them to the vampire prince. Oh, okay, so like the and prince, not the other prince. Okay, I got it. Yeah. And it says, just prince? looking at the rest of the egg salts, like, like, can you believe this? I am completely confused. <laughs> uh, this guy just kind of goes off. No, hang on, hang okay, on look. a minute, hang on a minute. No, oh, sorry. yeah, what, what do you need from me? I, I can't believe that you're all just kind of paying attention to me and let me keep talking here. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe it either, but like, what's the difference between a prince and under prince? Is one like, uh, like the vice prince is like subordinate or, uh, no, that's a the under prince runs the underground and the prince runs the above ground. The the guy who is helping out the uh the prince uh that's uh that's their seneschal. That's like their second person in charge. Is that a real word? Wait, she starts looking it up on her phone. I think the underprince is the senator to the so the underprince is the senator to the topside prince. There's only two vampires we're talking about here, right? No, we're actually talking one. about like three vampires here. Oh, good lord. <laughs> Why are we talking about a third vampire? I don't want more vampires. Well, there's... I could uh... not have been clearer. Go to our next door vampire neighbor. <laughs> b- b- fucking relay the message with a little more... I'm just begging you to do a better job for yourself here. Yeah, I'm working on it. And then come it. back, and we'll and we'll help you with your stupid problems. Right, I'm just confused as to whether you wanted me to go and talk to the under prince or the guy under the prince. Uh, Did I die? Am I having a stroke? <laughs> Layla, I want you to pick up that brick on the ground and hit me in the side of the head as hard as you can. Just in case I'm in a coma. Ah, that's how Endos Alice died. Sure thing, just give me a turn. I need to go into my chrysalis form. <laughs> exactly. Go. Go to the underground vampire, who is our actual fucking name. Relate to them. That we have snake vampires that we are willing to trade to the vampire kingdom. End of sentence. Then come back. Alright, yeah, I got it. I'll be back then. I, I'm gonna point out, by the way, I'm gonna point out, by the way, you fucking vampire Renfields, that my cyber demon worshippers never give me this trouble. Not one of them. What can I say? My bosses let me get away with a lot of bullshit. <laughs> you must leave now. <laughs> he just, leaves. Just, he just, leaves, he leaves so, so fast. He can understand. He understands the pressure of about to get murdered and starts running. So in that case, yeah, so I just back- turns to the rest of you. It's like, look. I just, I just don't know how to explain it. How are they so bad at this? Like, do vampires, are vampires just, like, I'm not saying I'm good at this, but my worshippers, they are, they, they, they play outside and they know how to fucking. Oh yeah, boss. No, 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 boss. We know how to do they, this. 
thank thank you. I love you, my work, my my disciple. You're the best. So when he comes back, I'll be sore fucking disappointed if you don't give him a great Dane and make him wear green shirts all the time. I mean, I do have a great Dane that needs to be adopted out on the farm. Yeah, all right. Maybe a little responsibility will go a long way. Are the other two still here? Uh, the all other right. two are just kind of staring at you, and they're slowly trying to, like, patch up their own wounds. Yeah, you two, go to the nursing station, and they'll help you out, okay? Yeah. In my sight, and don't uh, try anything funny. We're so sorry. I'm so mad if you try anything funny. Listen, we're so sorry that he's the one who uh, didn't get hurt and can run. <laughs> you know, I, I, I just, I just probably need to sleep. I just probably need a good solid nap. And you know what? Maybe I'm hungry. I'm, I, I'm hungry. That's the problem here. I'm just hungry, and it's making me upset. <laughs> Whispers just kind of pull, comes up and just like cocks a nine millimeter. Just goes, "Did you need more lead, sir?" <laughs> That's the morning routine. Breakfast. Goddamn, you're funny. Goddamn, you're funny. No, but you know what you could do? You could go topside and get get us a sushi plate. Enough for thirteen people. Here's two thousand dollars in unmarked. Euros? That's what you people take here, right? Sterling silver. Euros I thought anymore. I could have sworn it was pounds after Brexit. What? Pounds of silver? All right, whatever, Gringotts. Wow. I don't enjoy being compared to this. <laughs> don't worry, I'll give you a sock and you can be a free alligator after this. <sighs> All right. So considering at the time of that book, Harry Potter was like a twelve-year-old boy. What do you think of the chances he had a wank in that sock before he gave it to Dobby? Oh, good lord! I don't even want to think. Oh, about that. Jesus! Oh my lord! Wow, that got real weird. That got Riverdale yeah. weird. <laughs> no, it's funny. End of sadness. Laughs. It's stupid and funny. That's perfect. That's a great. That's a great way to cut the scene on. <laughs> Everyone laughing at JK. <laughs> yeah, everybody goes up. They they get they get you all a plate of sushi for thirteen people, which is horrendous. That's a lot of sushi. There's a lot of people in the sewer. <laughs> Sentences that I never thought I would hear as a GM. Yes, our sushi sewers. All right. How far is it till sunrise, so do we, uh, by the way? Uh, I believe that sunrise has probably already happened. Then we get three plus essence rating points of essence. Well, I do anyway. Guys, nice. you're in Gamma Cave. You get all your essence back. Oh, shit. That's right. Gamma Cave. Yeah, well, we'll I will take you guys to the Gamma Cave to recharge. I don't want these idiots to know where the Gamma Cave is. <laughs> we will retire there. <laughs> well, okay, for those of you who haven't been here before, this is where me and Whispers live. This is the Gamma Cave. It's our secret hideout, quote-unquote, so try to keep it secret. Don't go into that room back there. Um, the fridge is yours. There's a bathtub we set up in here. Whatever. There's internet, Animal Crossing, movies. Why is that the Bluebeard's wife room so, over there? You know, I'll get this... Uh, I call it the thinking room. You don't want to go into the thinking room. 
That's where I go to clear my head. Yeah, all right, fair enough. It's just it, it, it it's it's not worth it. Anyway. So presumably when Shaggy presumably when Shaggy comes back, we could set up a meeting with vampires so that we could trade these two vampires we have to other vampires for social lubricant. Um and then what do you all want to do? Like it's been like a week since Loch Ness, right? This has been a pretty packed week. Do you guys have more we want to do? Well, I'm not sure there's much else for us to do other than meet with the vampires, I guess. Unless we're gonna be dealing with someone else's plot like the Toriador stuff or going out into the Fandy again. Yeah, I, I, I was Yeah, exactly. So do we want to do that or do we wanna like follow individual plots or something? What are, what are people feeling? I don't know. Rowan, Layla, what do your characters feel like? I'm still gathering a little bit of more power before I decide uh, to go have a reckoning. So I'll just go with the flow. Rowan. Uh, I, I'm not we, sure at the moment I'm good for anything. We could also do like a prelude to your reckoning, because like... There are five of us, and haunting Andrew Parker sounds fun. <sighs> Sorry about that. I had to uh, yep. skip out for just a second. My dog was barking because there was a rabbit on our back porch. Running rabbit. Oh. He was very excited. We get rabbits out here, and they're, they're so fat. <laughs> you get a snow bunnies. Yeah. All right. Uh, I had heard uh, something about Andrew Parker uh, as soon as I put my headphones back on. Like, if you don't, I'm just saying, if we don't want to go full into, like, the big emotional, like, you fucking shouldn't have pulled that shit, vampire. We could always do preamble stuff where it's like, hey, let's let's pull some japes on this fellow. <laughs> have a few thousand dubs, like, shit on his suits. <laughs> it's not really going to be a japesy situation. No. That's fine. That's fine. That's totally good. It's just a suggestion. Japes are fun. Japes are, in fact, fun. I, I was saying, I was, I'm looking to gather a little more power before I move on him. Um, yeah. Then, the, the meantime, honestly, just my, gonna it, go with the flow of whatever the group's doing. Yeah, if nothing active is happening, because like I said, it's been like a week since Loch Ness, so it's been pretty exalt heavy. If End of Sadness can take like a week or two off from that, they're gonna, because now they have shit to do, like fix up this cult and also attend to their own cult and make sure things, plates to keep spinning, because they have a job. This is their full-time job. Right. <laughs> um, so um, as far as the underprints and everything goes, uh, do we want to pick back up with when that uh, the ghoul comes back with uh, information about that? Yeah, that sounds about right. Place smart. Well, how long do we want to be going for today as well? Mm, yeah, it's getting on to midnight. Yeah, it is getting pretty close to midnight. Well, um, we we can always just do the introductory talking to the vampire 
we want to rap on the Dobby line? <laughs> that's that's oh, not right. Oh god. Uh we can do that. Um I know that next week I do have the I, I, I'm supposed to have Tuesday off, so I should be able to be here on time. Sweet. Nice. Well, Excellent. If we want to wrap it, we can wrap it. I'm down for wrapping yeah. it and giving you guys a much bigger and better uh, Camarilla uh, moment yeah, instead okay. of uh, pulling it out of my butt. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds, sounds good. good. All right. Makes sense. Oh, All right. Away. Okay, so I was Brendan. All right. Peter. Hold Devin. Hold and him. Sam. Oh. <laughs> and this is sponsored by nobody. Signing off. This game is a collaboration between A Pair of Dice Lost and Sponsored by Nobody Podcasts. You can find us at apairofdicelost.podbean.com and sponsoredbynobody.podbean.com. You can find Exalted vs. World of Darkness over at holdenshearer.wordpress.com.